Usually, we procrastinate because we are anxious, we are frustrated, we are confused, we can't make a decision, or we are bored. One of these things would lead you to procrastinate. If you are doing a task that you always do and you can do it with your eyes closed, you will tend to procrastinate on that task because you will feel bored when you're doing the task. And hence, you're avoiding boredom as an emotion and not doing the task. If you're doing something new, you may get a little anxious about it. And because of that, you will avoid that task and start to procrastinate against it and start to not do the task. If you are about to do something new where you have to decide between A and B options, you may feel confused and hence you may procrastinate and not take action. Sometimes when you're doing something new and you take action and you don't get the results that you wanted, will create frustration and that will create procrastination. So procrastination is our defense system for our body to not feel these emotions, emotions that are negative emotions for us. Hello and welcome to the EverCoach Podcast, the online destination for a coach that wants to create a positive impact in the world and make good money along the way. All good deeds should be well rewarded. You should be well rewarded. I'm your host, Ajit Nawalka, and every week I'll bring you the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves. Hey, 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 welcome to this week's episode of the Evercoach podcast. And today we are talking about something that is very important and does happen a lot, especially if you are somebody who is just starting a career. And this would happen also with your clients a lot when they're trying to do something new, and that is procrastination. You see, procrastination is something that even if we want to not do it, we end up doing it all the time. How many of us have always wanted to fulfill that mission, get that goal, achieve those things, but then procrastination hits us. We, we tend to delay the action that we should be taking. There's an actual word created for this. The word is called akrasia. Akrasia means acting against your better judgment. It means that even when you know that you shouldn't be doing something, you end up doing it. You always know you shouldn't be procrastinating, but you end up procrastinating. Why does that happen? We know better. Isn't it that while we are procrastinating, we question our procrastination and say, why am I in front of the TV again? And that is a big challenge because procrastination becomes one of the big reasons why we can't create forward momentum in our lives, don't stay in alignment with our values and our commitments, and in time, start to believe that we have a habit of procrastination, start to believe that we wouldn't get done what we promised ourselves to get done. So first, let's understand what procrastination is, why it happens, and then let's look at some strategies that we can use for ourselves and for our clients to beat procrastination. You see, procrastination happens not because you don't want to take action. We all know we want to take action, right? You want to actually create that career, do that job, pick up that phone, offer that package, coach more people, whatever that may be. You want to do that. So is our clients. It's not that they don't want to actually do things. It's just something stops them from doing it. 
So it is obvious that we want to do what we say we want to do, but something stops us. So what is that thing? You see, procrastination is not your unwillingness to do things. It is a mechanism, it is a response to negative emotions that may happen, may get created for you if you took that action. So for example, if you took the action of picking up the phone call, if you took the action of doing that creative project, if you took the action of creating a new video or a podcast or coaching a client and taking them to a slightly uncomfortable place, there are negative emotions that will happen as a consequence or perceivably these are negative emotions that will happen as a consequence of you taking action in an uncertain area or in an area where you're not fully prepared for. So what would happen is say, for example, you wanna pick up the phone, you wanna call that potential client, you have a response in your body expecting that the person on the other end of the line will say no, and because of that, you will feel frustrated, you might feel anxious, you may feel confused, you may feel angry with yourself, you may feel defeated by yourself. And because of that, to avoid that emotion, you start to procrastinate. You start to say, maybe I don't need to make that call. Maybe I can do this call after I watch this video. Or maybe I need to prepare a little bit more, study another program before I can make that call, have that conversation. And because you're trying to avoid this emotion, you create a response, and that is procrastination. Usually, we procrastinate because we are anxious, we are frustrated, we are confused, we can't make a decision, or we're bored. One of these things would lead you to procrastinate. If you are doing a task that you always do and you can do it with your eyes closed, you will tend to procrastinate on that task because you will feel bored when you're doing the task. And hence, you're avoiding boredom as an emotion and not doing the task. If you're doing something new, you may get a little anxious about it. And because of that, you will avoid that task and start to procrastinate against it and start to not do the task. If you are about to do something new where you have to decide between A and B options, you may feel confused and hence you may procrastinate and not take action. Sometimes when you're doing something new and you take action and you don't get the results that you wanted, will create frustration and that will create procrastination. So procrastination is our defense system for our body to not feel these emotions, emotions that are negative emotions for us. Another reason we tend to procrastinate and our clients tend to procrastinate is because there's no direct correlation to motivation of their task and the time it takes to get the result. This means that if say you do a task today that will yield the result six days or six months from now, you are less motivated to do that task because there is no immediate gain that is right in front of you as soon as you complete the task. And hence, you tend to procrastinate. Hence, you choose to do something else but the task that will create a long-term outcome for you. So another reason why we tend to procrastinate is because our motivation and rewards are not directly proportional. And when they're not directly proportional, there's no sense of urgency for us or sense of motivation for us to do that task right now, which encourages procrastination. And lastly, one of the big reasons why we tend to procrastinate is we make procrastination our habit. You see, when we let procrastination become a habit by repeatedly procrastinating on certain tasks and activities and things that we really desire, it becomes a habit. 
we tend to fall back on procrastination than falling forward on activity. And this makes it a habit. And once it becomes a habit, it is easy to follow through on it. We know as coaches that if we have something as a habit, it's really hard to break it because we are comfortable in it. Our brain wants that certainty all the time. And because of that, procrastination becoming a habit is a dangerous habit to have because then our fallback to activity or fallback to non-activity is to find that procrastinating activity that we've always predefined for ourselves. Our fallback habit is a habit of not doing the thing that we need to do and want to do. And we find ourselves in this infinite loop telling ourselves the story that we are procrastinators, that we will not do what we commit ourselves to do, that we will fail our commitment to ourselves. And more and more we keep doing that, more and more we find ourselves as procrastinators. So firstly, let's understand that we actually want to do things, right? We are in the classic state of acrasia where we are acting against our good judgment. We also understand there are three primary reasons that we procrastinate. First is to avoid any negative emotions. Secondly is because our motivation to do the task and the time delay in results is not very well understood and so we lose our motivation. And thirdly is because sometimes we make it a habit. And when we make it a habit, it's hard to break it. So now let me give you some strategies that you can use with your clients to be able to break this habit of procrastination, of getting them out of the state of procrastination and be in a place of actually creating results for themselves. So let's talk about some strategies that you could use with your clients and with yourself to beat procrastination. The first thing that we're gonna tackle is negative emotions. Negative emotions that we avoid and procrastinate as a consequence of it, right? So here is where coaching becomes so powerful. A powerful tool every coach has is the ability to bring awareness to the situation at hand. Once we bring awareness to situation at hand, most of us are so smart that we will find a solution once we have understood the situation. So the first thing that you want to do with our clients when they are procrastinating or we are finding them more and more into the state of procrastination is to bring awareness towards why they are procrastinating. We understand they're procrastinating because they're avoiding a negative emotion which is where these questions may be vitally helpful when you're working with a client. And by the way, you can use these questions to coach yourself out of a procrastinating state. The first question that I invite you to think about is what are the negative emotions I am avoiding? Ask your clients, what are the negative emotions you are avoiding? Share with them the concept of why we procrastinate and then ask them, could this be the reason? Could it be that you're trying to avoid one of these many emotions that have a negative response and that is why you tend to procrastinate. Is there one emotion and which one is that? Bringing awareness to just the emotion that is stopping them from procrastinating already gets them into a state of trying to resolve and find a solution to get past the procrastination that is generated or created because of some negative emotion that may have happened in the past when they didn't procrastinate and did take action and then had to face the consequence. The second question you wanna ask them is, why are these emotions coming up for them? Are they making up a future unknown projection that might be mere stories made up in their mind? Are these stories they're telling themselves of what may happen in the future or is there any truth to that? Most of us make so many stories projecting into the future based on our past experiences that we forget that our past is not a reflection of the future. Our past is just past. It's just something that happened. Our present is also just our present. It may inform the future, 
but then the future may be completely different and there is no way for us to create a prediction of an accurate timeline of what may happen in the future, which is why you want them to reflect on is this a story that we just told ourselves based on our past experiences of what the future may look like. And if they are just stories, just consequences, a story and timelines that we created to somehow create a false sense of protection or false sense of comfort, what is it that they're going to do about it? What is it that they're going to do to let go of those past experiences that may be currently informing their future so their past doesn't impact their future, but their capabilities, their intention, their drive to create a better future creates their future. Just bringing awareness to these questions should help your clients get past the block of procrastinating in that moment. Once you are able to show them that it is negative emotions, emotions that are being created by some false understanding of the future, they will be able to at least move away from the state of procrastination and take some action. Now, as a coach, you will still be supporting them because there will be experiences that will happen, consequences of taking action, positive and negative consequences of taking action, and you will need to support them through that journey, but I'll leave that for another episode. For now, let's discuss the idea of how to increase motivation so they can see short-term benefits and not only long-term benefits. You see, taking action on the daily sometimes is a hard thing to do mostly because we see that our results are so out in the future that we don't see the benefit of taking the action now, which is why my invitation to you and your clients is to create short-term rewards for taking action on a daily basis. Most of the time, we again associate our rewards to some big goal that will be fulfilled in months or years from now. If we have short-term rewards, it creates temporary motivation to get us to win that day. Now, these rewards doesn't have to be a cookie all the time. It could just be a celebration of yourself. It could just be a celebration of yourself and for client success. It could just be a gratitude-filled exercise that your client can take with themselves to remind them of the motivation that they have always had to create that long-term outcome that they are working towards. And that brings me to the last element. The last element, which is sometimes it becomes a habit. And I think one of the easiest and powerful ways to actually get past that habit loop that you might be in is something that is called a starting ritual. I borrowed this idea from an amazing speaker called Mel Robbins and from her book called The Five Second Rule. She talks about something that is called a starting ritual. I think it's a psychological concept where it is giving ourselves a ritual to get started. Mel Robbins talks about giving yourself five seconds to start anything. So if you are procrastinating getting out of the bed, count one, two, three, four, five, and you have to jump out of the bed. If it is recording a video, you hit one, two, three, four, five. That's as much you can procrastinate starting ritual, hit record. What psychologists found is if we can get ourselves to get started in a process or started in a journey, we will want to continue doing it until we have finished it. There's something to do with commitment as a psychological, biological principle that we want to fulfill our commitments, especially once we have started to fulfill our commitment. So we want to complete anything that we have started. So getting ourselves a starting ritual, it doesn't have to be one, two, three, four, five, it could be anything else, but giving yourself a starting ritual allows you and your clients to get started and break that habit loop break that situation and get into a state of production, get into a state of delivery. 
So this was our episode on procrastination. I am sure you found some valuable strategies in there. So go ahead, give us a review, subscribe to this podcast because every single week we're gonna bring even more interesting strategies, amazing guests for you so you can learn something new, bring it to your coaching sessions and create a massive impact in the world. You're a change maker and we love supporting change makers like yourself. Now, here is something that we are doing. In the next couple of weeks, we are launching Certified Business Coach, which is our way of showing you how you can use a unique coach consultant approach to create a massive impact in small and mid-sized companies, which impacts thousands and thousands of people in return. We truly believe one of the greatest impact that a coach can make is to go into an organization and completely change it. Now, you may wonder and think that you're not a business coach and you don't necessarily need to go into business coaching. But what I have for you is a very unique opportunity because as much as we believe that coaching businesses is different or working with businesses is different, it is not. Business is simply an accumulation of human beings combined together working for a common goal, which means when you're coaching a business, you're coaching human beings. So if you want to coach human beings, I invite you to give a look to Certified Business Coach. It's available at evercoach.com slash CBC. You'll find the link below in show notes of this podcast. We'd love to have you there. Thank you so much for listening in today. This is Ajit Nablaka and you are listening to the Evercoach Podcast. I am your host, Ajit Navlaka, and every week on the Evercoach podcast, I will bring the world's best thinkers, coaches, trainers to share some of their best ideas to solve real client problems, live a prosperous life, and be an even better version of ourselves.